Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Big Show. I'm Jeff Gamut. I'm your interim host, sitting in for you and Rankin. And um, it's great to be here today. I know I say that a lot, but it's true every single time. If I show up one day and, and I'm saying something like, wow, it really sucks to be here, uh, you know, it's a bad day. That would be because I'm hosting again. no i think that would be one where i'd show up and say wow it's a really easy day because you're hosting Mm. this is my second week of bullshit my way through the tech news so so nothing has changed yeah that's That's good point good point (laughs) you and how are you i'm all right mate I'm okay. Um, uh, I could do better a little bit here and there, but um, generally speaking, I got my health and um, I'm happy. So, yeah. Can't ask for more than that. Well, you can ask more than that, but you'll probably be disappointed. W- work's a pain in the ass at the moment. Let me say that. But, All right. Uh, that's fair. But other than that, there's not a lot wrong. Well, it's great to see you again. We, we've gone far too long not being able to to hang out and chat and, and now here are two weeks in a row. Yeah, it's only week two, mate. Wait till we get to week six and you're like, oh, Christ, he's turned up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, some things never change, right? At least it's something that I know nothing. And yeah. I know that I know nothing. You sound so, like Donald Rumsfeld a little bit there, Ewan. Okay. Or, I, don't or, or, known, uh, I don't think so. But The known knowns and the known unknowns? Yeah, no, no, no. So there we go, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's a line from Point Break, like... isn't it? Is it? Yeah, you know nothing. If you knew that you knew nothing, that would be something, but you don't, so you know nothing. Uh, which is actually based on something Socrates said. Right, right, okay. That, uh, yeah, that he uh, deduced he was actually the smartest guy in the world because he knew he didn't know anything. Still dead like the rest of us. Yep. Go, yeah, you can see how that worked out for him. Yeah, that's also so crates to everybody who watched Bill and Ted. And, and if we're a simulation, <laughs> he just got a couple of extra lines of code. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spe- speaking of so crates, no, that just doesn't even work as a transition. Ben, how are you? I'm pretty good. Awesome. As always, it's great to see you. And uh, it's, great. And- it's great to see me too. Yep. Hey, Ben, I'm giving you fair warning. Uh, we're about to have a really messed up storm system push into Colorado on uh, Friday and then into the weekend. So I'm pretty sure that means beginning of next week, you're going to have some crappy weather, like potentially ugly crappy weather. So don't put your winter coat away yet. Man, I I just had all that... Yeah, I just had all that two feet melt away. Now you're telling me I'm getting more? Yes. Yes, I am. And I'm sorry, but what what can I do? We don't get any until rather... February usually. So February, March, early March potentially. That's when we get snow in this country. So, And th- that's coming. typically when we get our, our heaviest snows yeah. here. And we, well, we kind of get it two weeks after New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Ben's yeah, getting we, all of it right now. So yeah, we we sense. usually get it between like October and April. Yeah, just that narrow window. Yeah, yeah with, with that couple of weeks, it can be anywhere from snowing to like ninety. 
Yeah, good times. U.S. weather just absolutely messed up. But yeah, at least today I have my uh, just my storm doors shut, so at least able to get a little bit of fresh air back in that in the place. Nice, <clears throat> glad to hear it. Um, and then from the land where the weather never changes, Tom. Where Tom's got the fly <laughs> screen and nothing else. I was going to say, right. I was going to complain about the little bit of rain we've had today, but. Yeah, about having to mow the lawn this weekend. I actually had to put on a raincoat. I had to go find my raincoat. <clears throat> oh, the horror. <laughs> All the front page. But I'm dealing with a, a big problem. I, I have good news and bad news. The good news is my football team made the Super Bowl. I'm, not a, I'm, not, I'm not a huge football fan. I'm more of a baseball basketball guy but the problem is i'm going to be in egypt during the super bowl so now i'm trying to figure out are there any places i can go in egypt it, at mate, two in the it's, morning it's still going to be the most boring game of the year yeah i know <laughs> so don't beat that's why i'm that. not such a huge huge football fan it is it can be painful to watch football games sometimes i, I yeah. said to my because my kids my, all my family are from detroit and uh Oh, I was talking to my cousin, and he was like, "Yeah, so you're gonna uh, you're gonna watch Super Bowl?" I said, "I tell you what, because the, the Lions. I mean, I've known him for well, all my whole life, really. But um, uh, and so I know the angst that there is in Detroit yeah. about their horrible, in, in, horrible. Yeah. Um, and I did say to him, I said to him, 25 years ago, you got to change the color of the uniforms. It's that pale powder blue that's causing your problems, and they've gone darker this year. You see, <laughs> yeah, they have. Yeah, well, you're right. Yeah, uh, uh. See, they should have listened to me. Um, they should have listened to you." And he said, um, uh, "He said, so uh, you're going to watch it." I'm like, "I tell you what, mate. If Detroit make the final, I will be sitting up with you till the early hours watching it." And I was like, "Yeah, that's not going to happen." <laughs> you're off the hook. And I, I, well, I, I thought I was off the hook anyway. And I, they, they did have me twitching for a little bit, but yeah, yep. right now, yeah, they had they had to do an epic choke job to get you off the hook. Epic. Yeah, mate. Is that record... a euphemism for something? I don't, I don't, I don't even record the game and fast forward it. I record the highlights and fast forward them. But the commentators just drive me mad. It's like, shut up! You don't have to talk constantly. You just, just, I want the game audio and nothing else. Yeah. So not only has Detroit suffered through sixty-seven years of pain of being a horrible team. They had a chance to go to the Super Bowl, and their coach just completely screwed it up. Yeah, that field goal was a bad idea. It was just he made three or four probably epically worst decisions ever in NFL yeah. playoff games. Welcome I to can't... this week in incompetent coaching in the NFL. <laughs> yes. So what I so I I take it that the the coaching in this game was so bad that they could have brought me in and I would have done better. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, with, like with, it, with an eight ball. Yeah. Right. With a, with a magic right. eight ball. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Would, like, I, I think you might've struggled on your own. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fair. Jeff, like the kitties had a huge lead. <laughs> then they apparently decided to take a cat nap. Jeff, Jeff loves, when, Jeff loves when we talk about sports on here. It's it's sort of like that old um, 
uh, Farsight cartoon where they show what the dog is hearing when when their uh, master is talking. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. Blah, that, Jeff. Jeff that, blah. That's what I hear. Yeah. Blah, 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 Jeff. Blah, 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 Jeff. Blah, blah. Do you know what the original <laughs> word was for when you go blah, 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 blah? Do you know what the original word for that was in no. Greek? A detail. So that's where the barbarians comes from because it's barbarians because they they couldn't understand what they were saying. It sounded like bar 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 bar. Oh, bar. so they <laughs> called them barbarians. Barbarians. There you go. That's <laughs> today. There you go. Did you learn that? Did you learn that on Mystery Hour? Uh, no, no. I actually got, I'm on Mystery Hour today. No. Yeah, I rang in with a question about cup no. and stick, stick of butter, and they didn't answer my frigging question. I was so upset. You didn't get an answer? No. So I, I said, um, so my mom's got loads of old cookbooks. Some of them are very old. We're talking 200 plus years old. And there's references to cup of. And I always said to her, well, what's a cup? And she said, well, it doesn't matter because no matter how big your cup is, your cup is your cup. So if you, it says three cups of flour and two cups of water, then as long as it's three to two, who cares? You'll just get more. And yeah. if you don't like the amount okay. you've got, do half a cup. Right, you figured it out. Like, okay, and then I remember seeing in the in a lot of them there was a stick of butter, and I was like, "What's a stick?" And she, like, I've no idea. Um, and uh, I thought I'm going to ring in with that question today. What's yeah. a stick? Of, what's a stick yeah. of butter? I know what the weight of a stick of butter is. It's like a quarter pound ish, something like that. But what's the reference to the word stick? And the Americans are the only people that could even remotely possibly answer that now because there's nothing in this country that's not metric. Yeah, and uh, as someone who who has a dairy allergy and doesn't use butter, I'm no help here. But I know that a stick, it's isn't it like a stick is the equivalent of a cup of butter? Um, I don't know if you melted a quarter pound of butter down whether it no. would fill a cup. I don't think a so. stick, the stick wouldn't fill a cup. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, a stick is about 120 milliliters. Mm. I'm guessing it was some co company that was selling butter that well, came up with the the idea of putting it in a stick form and wrapping no, it in wax no, paper. Because I've got I've got some 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 of my great great grandmother's recipe books, and there's no reference to any weights in there at all. And there's no reference. You, I mean, if you're talking about people would go to the local farm and get. And it didn't say stick or anything like that. Well, it would say a stick, but they, they would have a measurement for it. They would know what it was. I don't know. It'd be like it's like a tube and it was a length, mm -hmm. I don't know, like mm -hmm. the length of the handle of a spoon or something like that. But but anyway, I've never found out. And, and Mystery Hour was crap today. It didn't help me. That's no good. And I do I'm, remember. I'm going to listen to it as soon as we're done. I'm a, I'm a loyal <laughs> oh, is it, Mystery is it Hour. Up? Right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember my <laughs> grandma baking and she would have sticks of butter and the wrapper on the stick would have one tablespoon increment measurements so you could mm -hmm. cut yeah. off a tablespoon and uh so it was however many tablespoons eight eight yeah, tablespoons. Some of the, so okay. a pat a quarter pound of butter here comes in what's called a pat of butter and it's yeah. patted into that shape mm -hmm. by right. paddles um uh what it would have been when it was natural and some mm -hmm. of the packets are there. <clears throat> they've got an increment, and there's always eight sections. Interesting. So yeah. Anyway, if anyone knows, write in and give me the answer because <laughs> Mystery Hour is useless to me today. It's a great yep. show. Uh, James yep. O'Brien's uh, fine. But... 
The uh, one stick is 120 milliliters. About. Yeah, but I know that. That's not. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not what I don't know. Nope. What I don't Where know is the word from. stick. Yeah. Stick would because if cut relates to a physical cut that's in the house, stick has got to relate to something. That- Best of luck with that. That's the last we're hearing of Ben for now. He's just opened Google. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, uh, that's what I'm doing. All right. Welcome well, to well, three. While, ben, while Ben's Googling stick of butter, <clears throat> who has the first story today? Uh, well, who's, is, is, is anyone going to do the um, the the senators and the the inquiry no. into uh, the the social media bosses being grilled? Not on me. If you want it, nope. it's all yours. Well, I've got one. On, no, I, I didn't really necessarily. I, I, hang on, let me put it in the chat room. I didn't necessarily want it because there is a bit of boredom around this, um, and it like they. I I just I've seen two versions of it. I saw the one where Sh- uh, Shu Chu was a chat attacked. Um, about oh yeah, China that was horrible. That was ridiculous. Yeah, Tom Cotton. Just like Jesus, you mate, Mister Cotton. You have got nothing but cotton wool between your ears because mm-hmm. that was like, and he was like, I don't want to answer that. That's not what I'm here for. And he's like, You have to answer it. It's a yes or no question. No, it's not. It's a loaded question. And you stuck a bullet in every single chamber. It's not even Russian roulette. Yeah. And- I mean, it's just like, he literally asked him twice, Are you part of the, CC- the CCP? Uh, no, I'm from Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was in the have Singaporean you, army for crying out loud. Are you yeah. have you ever had Chinese citizenship? No. No. I'm, I'm still from Singapore. I was from Singapore <laughs> 10 minutes ago and I'm still from Singapore now. Is your wife an American citizen? Yes. Yes. Have you have you applied to be an American citizen? No, not yet. Okay, that was really helpful for this discussion. <laughs> Protecting children on TikTok by establishing the nationality of the CEO. No. Sorry, Mr. Cotton, you're a dick. Yep. That's me screwed now. I'm never going to come to another Mac World or any other kind of gathering in the US ever again. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's uh, any well, consolation, Mac World's dead. So uh but, no, you, know, but if, you know if if you want to show up to uh to Mac stock, we Yeah, no, that's what I, that's time. what I'm thinking. But I, I would get turned around at the border. Um no, so there's a lot of talk about children, and and there is a bit where um, who's the guy from New York, tubby guy with the beard, and he made a good point about um, Facebook, saying that where you're going, there may be images um, of sexual abuse of children. He said, "Oh and right, you, yeah." You gave them choices. Do you want to continue? And he was like, "What were you thinking?" And like a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Right. What were you thinking? Whoever was in that job at that day, now they, they were badgering uh, Zuckerberg about who should get sacked, and and some of the stuff they were badgering about, I was like, mm, that's you know that, that's not necessarily you're not going to pin that on someone and get them sacked for that one thing, but whoever created that GUI, man, oh my life, that's that's that was a poor design decision. Jesus, oh, no, it doesn't even really cover it, does it? I mean, fair to Zucky stood up and said it, but I think some of the attacks that were made on him were the mo- the ones that were the most telling and the most apposite. Even then, there was a few that were, you know, oh my God, what are you talking about? Um, and it was it would the other one that really tickled me was was um, X. Uh, they were like, so how are you protecting children? We're not really for children. <laughs> <laughs> was it 
keep on moving. Was it Yakarino that was uh, representing Twitter? Yeah, you yeah. don't say Twitter. Shh. I'm sorry. It's X. X. Okay, here's here's <clears throat> the thing about people saying Twitter now. I I feel like we just we need to stop. We need to call it X, and we need to not do anything that equates the letter X with Twitter. You know, like X, the company formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> Well, because no, X is the worst name for the company ever. It's horrible for branding. So let's make Musk it. stew in that one. To be fair, um, after the uh, the little dig this morning, it was it was like actually, X is triple X. Right. <laughs> there you go. Well, the the thing that bugs me about you know basically a lot of these inquiries get down to moderation. Yeah, and the thing that really bugs me is when. You know, a company like Twitter X gets rid of all their moderation team and they just sort of throw up their hands. We can't do anything about it. Well, actually, you can. Yeah, you and have percent more people. Yeah, and Ewan's, right. Ewan's example is a good example. You might not be able to catch everything, but at least you could design a GUI that makes sense for when you yeah. do find it. Yeah. So there are things you can do. You're not going to – there's no way you're going to keep all crap off of social media, even with a million moderators but if yeah, you have yeah. a healthy automated system you're going to get a huge portion of it and most people aren't going to see it yeah but I they mean, just don't least, want to spend the money yeah i mean at least uh zuck stood there and apologized instead of going yeah we don't care yeah i i i, I think the other thing as well to think about is is and i'm not i don't want to sound like a like an old man here there is my, my girlfriend uh, has got two sons that are both under 12 one's one's 12 one's six and uh she's got parental controls over both their phones she's got mm -hmm. parental controls over the fire stick and she's got parental controls over the xbox and mm -hmm. she is brilliant at saying right this is where you can go this is where you can't the kids like i want to play this okay we well, have to take some off your phone so you can add that teach them that kind of responsibility absolutely perfect and the other thing that bothers me is the fact that that and I don't understand why, but social media has become the bile of humanity and the spitefulness and negativity that spews forth. I guess it must have always been there. I get that. But it didn't have a voice before, and a bit of that bothers me because, because you know, what are we doing? Because, I, I mean, I, I fundamentally believe that, that the percentage of people that there are and it is a small percentage of people that are on social media who are spiteful abusive negative threatening it's, it's the beginning because other people are then reacting to it they're the downfall of the of the human race in the in the beginning it, it's horrible and uh, and you're right i think it's a small percentage mm -hmm. and what makes it especially horrible is that that's actually a demographic that works really well for social media to drive engagement on a on a wider scale so mm. they uh so the platforms they'll take that controversial negative spiteful content and elevate it so more people see it which drives mm. engagement which keeps people on the platform longer yeah that's it's, the it's getting it's the clicks Absolutely. That's the problem. Because if you avoid it, you know, I don't use Twitter very much at all anymore. I'm, I mostly use Mastodon. But even on my Twitter, I don't see a lot of crap. Because I don't, I don't get involved directly in political discourse or anything controversial. I'm on there for 
sports and some semiconductor stuff. You know, that's all I look at on Twitter. But if I move from the following feed to the for you or trending, it's just a complete <laughs> dumpster fire. Yeah. So anyway, so it, it's definitely the algorithm. I 100% agree with Jeff. If if everybody had equal uh, weight on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, the amount of crap you would see would be, I think, pretty minimal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh I think I, and I'm, I, I, just, I'm trying to think how to say this without it coming out wrong, but but there's a lot of people like porn, and there's a lot yeah. of people who use porn as entertainment and use it responsibly, and don't think negatively of other people as a result, and don't do things that are nasty and disgusting, um, and it's like almost, you know the where where is that outlet for those people because if we're not careful we end up creating that negativity around there and there isn't other things for other people to do and then you get frustrations and then we get frustrations um uh that's when people use other methods to get out their frustrations rather than i don't know how to say it without it sounding like i'm an absolute porn fiend but i'm not you would I'm I'm totally going to validate you on this one. First, you do not sound like a porn fiend. Thanks, Second, man. you are absolutely right. And third, there is nothing wrong at looking at sexual content or experiencing sexual content as long as everyone that's involved is able to to be truly consensual. Yeah. I mean, that's um yeah, I just I think you know that the right porn has got to go from the internet. Um, and the other thing then as well, I went on I can't remember the website I went on. It wasn't an adult site or anything, and I got blocked. And they said, "Oh, your carrier's blocked adult content," and I'm like, "What? what? I'm not looking for adult content. What's this?" <laughs> um, and I had to ring up the guy that provides telecoms and go, um, "I'm being blocked from adult content, but I'm not looking for adult content." Um, what do I do? And he went, I'll take it off. Don't worry. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm sorry. Did I hear that right? Your, uh, your echo just said, Ewan, don't forget to pay Jeff only fans. No, well, I would. <laughs> I I mean, that's, that's your only fans will be worth every dollar. Um, but only Jeff's.com. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, but uh, no, that was that was the alarm for Jake to come off the television. But they they're not here at the minute, so I forgot it was going on. You know, I I love that we went from um, um, the uh, the grilling of social media execs all the way into acceptable porn. Well, yes. no, because the, the part of the story about the execs is about controlling adult content through to children in, in mm -hmm. things like Facebook and so on. And, and you know, Zuckerberg's going like, well, you know, we've got we, we've got things that stop nudity and sexual content that goes out to people. And, and so is TikTok. And it's pretty good at that. I mean, mm -hmm. there's some stuff where there's there's girls wearing things that are not particularly appropriate for a six year old to look at. But I mean, I used to look at Kay's catalogue. From my mom's case catalog and look at the see-through bras when I was six years old. So, and none of you didn't, don't you dare. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, oh, when I was a teenager, I definitely had the Sears catalog. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the Sears catalog. <laughs> you and I was going to say that wasn't an option here, but I'm wrong because was. we had the Sears catalog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could not believe that they would put something so incredibly enticing in a catalog that they would mail right to your house every year. Hmm? So cool toys and the lingerie sections all, all in, in one book. book. So yes, here, Mom, here, I'm looking at the guitars. Here's my, here's my question about the, the grilling. You know, they're so focused on this kind of, this kind of subject because it's very sensation sensationalized and it makes the politicians all look good. Right. Who's, who's not against child porn. Um, but yeah, the thing, absolutely. Yeah. The thing I notice, you know, I, I go to the gym four or five times a week and, and I hadn't gone to a public gym for a while. I used to go to the one at work. So it'd been four or five years since I've been to a public gym. And the thing that really struck me is how everybody, I'd say 80% of the people in the gym are working out with their phone in front of them with earbuds on watching TikTok videos or Instagram videos. Wow. The whole time that they're working out. It's because the gym's frigging boring. Well, yeah, but people used to read books or watch movies or something. I'm not necessarily saying it's good or bad. It's kind of a question. What, in the gym? In the gym. But, well, yeah, so there you go. They're distracted by something, and it? it but, happens to be TikTok instead of a book. So if they were doing it while they're riding the exercise bike, I get it. But they're doing it, you know, a guy will be doing a leg exercise and, and looking at his phone. And then, you know, normally in a gym, you take a break for 10 or 15 seconds, catch your breath, and do your second set of reps. Mm. but the kids especially the high school kids they're mm -hmm. sitting on a machine for 15 minutes they're not pumping any iron they're just sitting there looking at their phones yeah. and it's it's not a few of them it's all of them so is that a bad thing are we gonna have kids that are cross-eyed you know by the time they're 30 or am i just the old man in the room well they said the same thing about the tv yeah exactly and I suppose uh, and books you, you spend too much time reading books. You're going to hurt your eyes. You spend too much time watching television. You're going to hurt your eyes. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's more about the social thing because the thing I notice is in the old days when the kids would come into the gym, they'd all be talking and socializing. And now they're all sitting on individual machines. So it's it's more about the lack of socialization. I don't know. Maybe Maybe that's the same argument they use for TVs and books. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen an Edwardian cartoon of, of people sitting around reading books or reading newspapers, not talking yeah. to each other. It's, yeah, that's true. You know, sometimes yeah. Ronnie comes around and we sit and chit chat and we don't stop. And then other times we'll play darts and listen to music and not talk very much, but we'll be together and she's not doing phones. And then like today she came around, she got a face on her phone most of the time she was here. It was just <laughs> pleasant. It was okay. She was here. It was okay. I'll take you home now. Yeah. Anyway. You're together. You may not be interacting yeah. directly, but you're together. It's just, I just think sometimes you, go, you, like, you sit there and go, talk, come on. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I don't want to know what I don't know. What <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, see, that, then the that pressure's doesn't work. on. There he goes, you... hey, look at this TikTok video I found. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's okay. That's okay. Oh, I share loads of those with Ellis. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Go to the right. supermarket and forget what you came for. Be a man. I love that account. <laughs> I live, I live that every day. You, you, you just solved every a major day. problem for me. <laughs> That's my cool thing. Be a man. The be a man TikTok pipe. Absolutely brilliant. Excellent. All right. Who has the next story? And it looks like 
Tom. Excuse me. I think uh, there's Ben ahead of me. I think Ben's ahead of me. Uh, oh, are uh, you? He, he, picked, he picked the yeah. show title. Oh, Born and uh, and above that was my my link. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh well, hold on. Let me go. See, back that's the problem. Look. I saw the word porn and I forgot everything else. Well, well, you've already got a show title, which is Ewan says porn is okay. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, man. That, that's not going to turn up in a Google search of me when I'm looking for work. <laughs> You're right. Your yours was there. I just missed seeing it. Sorry, uh, Ben. Uh, let's do because yours. the word porn was underneath it. Why look above the word porn? <laughs> yeah, right. right. What's the I, point? There you, go. Yeah. you can tell right where my eyes stopped. Okay. Yeah. So uh, everybody knows that it's uh, is today launch day for uh, the the next big hype, the Apple Vision Pro. Well, uh, everybody was asking for how long it would take Meta to uh, announce that spatial video was coming to the Quest. It didn't take them very long. Um, it was announced today that uh, MetaQuest 2 and 3 will be com uh, compatible with spatial videos. Um, it will be available... Um, Next, about a, in about a week on February 7th, um, it will be, yep, uh, the Quest 2, Quest 3, and Quest Pro, and will be the, pretty much any spatial video taken on the Vision Pro, 15 Pro Max, or 15 Pro. Well, I expect uh, VR headsets are going to be the news story for a few weeks. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, everybody's like, Hey, look at what I do. I can do that too. Well, this means you can, you can use the, uh, the iPhone 15 or the, the Apple vision, the spatial video, record it and then play it on a quest. Right. Correct. <clears throat> I mean, they're not going to be able to stop that because it's only a codec. Yeah. Right. That's what I was going to ask. Well, who owns that format? Doesn't matter. Is it's it... a codec. Every oh. video is is code and decode. So if you find the mechanism for deep for coding and decoding, that's, that's it. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's saying here that they're doing it without um, a workaround, but there'll be a version without with a workaround. If if Apple came out with a proprietary format, they're not going to come out with a brand new video format. I mean, it's you know the the, the internet is it, uh, has been stuck with mp4 mov for a long time i can't yeah. remember the last time i saw a wm a wmv or, or mm -hmm. um, uh what's the other one? i can't even remember them because we've never used them <laughs> uh, like mkv and uh... oh mkv yeah that's yeah. a little bit yeah. but, um but yeah no like uh what was the one that used to have to oh jeez beyond the name avi avi there we go. avis um, yeah I can't remember right. the last time yeah. i saw an avi same yeah well and uh you and i'm with you this isn't a thing where apple's going to do some weird proprietary codec oh they might um, try i mean they're not going to take this line down but i think the, their ability to control it is going to be quite limited yeah i i think so too yeah because their whole their whole point of putting the ability to record a special video on a iphone 15 
was targeted to the Division Pro, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if somebody uses an iPhone to take a video and they only watch it on a Quest, that's not good for Apple. Well, sure, it's good for Apple <clears throat> because you need to have uh, uh, an, a current iPhone to take yeah. the spatial video. Yeah. yeah, not only that, but but a Pro model. Right, but they'd they'd also want you to buy the four thousand dollar Vision Pro to watch it. I think eventually, but not entirely today. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Well, they can't. Yeah, it's, I, got to, it's got to be decoded so it can be watched on the iPhone screen. Right. So that, that's true. It's just not going to. I don't see how this is going to. I mean, they're, they're pissed at this. <laughs> they make no I'm mistake. Sure. They're like the bastards. But um. But what they can do to control it and what they can do to stop it short term immediately do nothing. Um and long term, mm -hmm. that would cost them a lot of money. And what would they gain by it at the end? They just piss off customers. Yeah, insisting on a proprietary format for something like audio and video is not a good long game strategy, I don't think. Yeah. I, mean, I think I mean, we're at the stage now with audio and video where we, where it's it's you know, who couldn't break that right. yeah. in a matter of hours. Literally right. a matter of hours, and have uh, have a yeah. product ready. It's it's just we've we've you know you, um, I was talking to a guy a few days ago, and he was saying he got a fire stick with um, you know movies and stuff on it that was daily updated the next day and things like after the release at the cinema. And you're like, you know, people are the the, the criminal world out there for for images and and video is is far more advanced than the companies making the content. Yeah. Well, but this isn't even necessarily illegal. If they reverse engineer the codec, that's not illegal. It's not a DRM thing, right? It's a format yeah. that, that you can just, in a clean room, decode it or reverse engineer it. Yeah, and the fact that it's available uh, this quickly shows that reverse engineering it probably wasn't all that hard. Right, <laughs> apparently it wasn't that hard. <laughs> Which means Apple didn't really do anything to make it difficult for other companies to, to the use question it. might be about who owns the copyright because if apple is saying right you can only use this this software under license and anything that's produced for it you don't own the copyright for we do that would have profound issues with the flexibility and use within the product but that's the only way that i think that they could attempt to do it and then meta would oh, have to think uh, twice because a breach of copyright would be a breach of copyright and not good yeah, if given that the iPhone 15 is the only device that can actually break that video, that would be an angle. That's a good point. Well, and but it again, could be that the angle is uh, uh, creating spatial video, right? Not viewing spatial video. You know, the fact that that this announcement happens today, and they're going to be bringing the feature to to the Quest line in a few days what that tells me is that all the rhetoric about uh about well we have better products it costs less we're not worried yes they are worried because if mm. they weren't worried why would they be making announcements today hey 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 we can do it too i mean they are worried but this is also a very good strategy for meta because they're pig piggybacking their much more affordable product basically off of Apple's coattails. I think there's a problem with the with the VR headset market though because if you look at the, uh, the, the there's a the, mm -hmm. there's been a, a rapid increase in the price of these um and I think they haven't um 
there isn't a proliferation of headsets available to the average user that has saturated the market to then go into the um, Moore's law and in inverted commas of, of growth of the of the technological advance. So, you, you know, you've only sold, let's say, in, in a population of, of the UK, you've only sold 100,000 VR headsets total, of which most of those are probably um, uh, original um what you call it headsets the ones that they don't do anymore that, that were made oh, the on, oculus rift the oculus oculus rift yes the rift oculus rift s so those are the the ones that are out there at the moment slowly dwindling because of faults and so on um and then the next lot have come in like hive at a thousand pounds that's out the market of, of the general population possibly at that point um and i think now with stuff like this you know four thousand dollars for a, a vr headset you'll find a couple of thousand of those in use in the uk and that'll be it um, it's not, you know, they, they haven't got the product in the hands of people that need to say, right, well, this is now a common product where mm -hmm. everyone's got it and everyone wants it and then create the rat race of innovation. Mm -hmm. That They've gone to the high price stuff and people are going to go, what's the point? Why do I need that? No one wants to spend $4,000 on this. No. Except for the off, Mike, people that it. already did. It, but they're, they're a very select group. Yeah. And... And uh, and I know we we don't do Apple specific content on no, it's a general show, conversation but, about yeah. yeah. But Apple's mo is <laughs> to do the high end product, and then when they feel like they've saturated that part of the market for, by whatever milestone metric they've set for themselves, then they bring in a, a lower price product and saturate that that space. And then when they hit that that uh, milestone, then they bring in the next thing that's uh, that's a, a little bit lower end or lower price. So th this is fitting with with the way Apple does this, and I'm pretty sure that they don't care that the market for this device right now is a self selecting very small group because that's who they want buying it while while everyone else that is interested in a headset is picking up a 200 300 quest or or but leap or then, whatever but then are you pissed off that the spatial video that you created for this product is now being used by a competitor that's two thousand dollars cheaper right yeah yeah, yeah maybe um or maybe I mean, him, well, him sticking I think in uh, the Zuckerberg dollars we speak. <laughs> I think I think the thing is with these these headsets, you know, clearly when we're in the very, very early days of this. Yeah. And and nobody knows what the killer app is going to be for these things. Certainly mm -hmm. you can watch movies and play games and have a virtual desktop, but it, n nobody really knows if all you want right. to do is what. Is, if all you want to do is watch movie and play games, that's a pretty good fit. It's a smaller market, but it seems to be a pretty good fit. And being able to watch Apple format spatial videos on your Quest is is great if that's what you want. It's not what I want from a VR headset. I watched you know, the one simulation, mm. and it was the, the cars were going down the track, and the track was covering the desktop, the mm -hmm. actual desk. Mm -hmm. um, and and the guy was leaning over and looking at, at close up at things as they were going around and following them coming back <laughs> and seeing cool. the whole track and then going yeah, forward again. Cool. Uh, I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, F one, F one's not cool. It's it's crap at the moment. But that was good. 
-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the use case that somebody explained that it, I think it was Ben Thompson talked about if you can get a, uh, a virtual seat on the floor at a, at a Warriors game and you buy a $3,000 headset and you pay whatever, 10 bucks a month to get the subscription to that video feed for the, the 3D video feed. Uh, you know, if you're a big enough basketball fan, that might, might be worth it, given that it, you know, the real ticket would cost you $1,000 a game. Yeah. You know, if you were, so anyway, I think there are a lot of narrow, very niche use cases which are out there. I mean, to me, when I first saw the Vision Pro was that virtual desktop is like, oh man, if that works, you know, I know there's a lot of problems with wearing headsets and not being able to see a keyboard and all that. But man, if I, when I was working back in the days when I was working, if I could have a virtual desktop with 20 screens, because I was task switching all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for five minutes, I was talking about the revenue forecast. And I'm looking at mm -hmm. spreadsheets, talking to the finance guy. The next time we're talking about an account with the sales guy and the engineer. If I could have that all over my virtual room, I would have been in, in hog heaven if it worked. Mm -hmm. yeah. There you go. Apple's got its market. Tom, 20 years ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, well, in, in, in 10 years. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, first, Ben, I am so sorry that I went right over your story, but I, I'm glad we rectified that. And now, um, Tom, now we'll do your story. Okay. Uh, in in keeping up with my, uh, uh, my habit, I picked a semiconductor story, chip story. I'm shocked. And... Uh, this one is a little bit related to VR headsets in, in the sense that um, uh, there's a long way for technology to go, I think, for VR headsets or AR headsets to, to really MR, be... Slash XR. MR, right, or XR, to be really sort of high-volume consumer items and, and to make them smaller, lighter, longer battery life, all that kind of stuff. You know, a, if you could have the... Vision Pro capabilities in a form factor like the Ray-Ban Facebook glasses, you know, that kind of thing. One of the things that will help uh, this and many other things is um, using photonics, photons instead of electrons in chips. And photonic chips have existed for a long time. So this is literally, instead of having a transistor that's switching electrons on, you know, conductors, this mm. is push, pushing photons down waveguides. Yeah. And and these chips have been around for a long time. Um, and they're starting to get to the point where you can manufacture them in a similar way as, as electrical semiconductors, you know, with uh, very small dimensions, very precise um, uh, control in terms of variance and so on. And one really good application is the communication between chips. So like between a memory and a, and a CPU. Yeah. You know, we all yeah. know that once you go off the chip, it takes, a you know, a lot of time and energy to push electrons off a chip and on a PC board, blah, blah, blah. And even when you glue the chips together in 3D packages where you've gotten rid of a lot of that crap, it still takes a lot of energy to push, push the electrons um, from one device to another. So what this article is about is Intel Hynix, SK Hynix, which is a memory maker, and uh, NTT, the, the Japanese telecom company, have gotten together to basically develop interconnect 
technology using photonics between basically CPUs and memory. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was involved in this uh, in my previous life. And it's it. when I left a couple of years ago, it was right on the edge of being ready. And it looks like it might be ready. So this is one of those things that might find its way into a lot of things that would actually have demonstrable, tangible benefits for the things that we buy as regular consumers. You won't know that it's coming from photonics, but you'll notice that your, you know, your AI training takes one-tenth of the time now because you sped up from gigahertz to terahertz the communication between your CPU and your memory. Was that yeah. a previous and life where you were Napoleon or Socrates? I was Socrates. <laughs> I was Socrates. Socrates. So <laughs> but uh, basically in layman's terms, this is basically using fiber optic technology. Yeah, the that's a good point. That's a good way to yeah. say it. Yeah. it it's like uh, fiber. Yeah. So what's so your reduction in terms of power? Uh, it can be easily 50 to, 50 to 70 percent, easily 40 percent. That's almost a no brainer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But 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 also the the, uh, speed the same increase. processing level. Yeah. So you can, you know, you play that game of speed and power. You, you yeah. can get ben but in this case you can actually get benefits to both. Yeah. So, so basically you're looking to yeah. yeah, much lower heat because the power consumption is down. Um it's just it's just a lot easier to move photons faster. You know, speed of light is faster than electrons, I guess, going through metal. <laughs> yeah. And in basically uh, a consumer chip level, uh, this would give a traditional north-south uh, bridge type of uh, arrangement right. more or less the same benefits that Apple that like an Apple Silicon SLC would have. Right. Right. I mean, but it, the the fastest memory you can have is the memory that's fully integrated with the CPU that you have. But that's you mm -hmm. know where you just have a little bit of cache scratch pad type stuff then you have your l1 cache which is maybe on chip but you know the further away you get from the cpu the more time and energy it takes mm -hmm. um th this particular announcement is a lot of pr there's a, a conference a photonics conference going on in san francisco this week so a lot of pr crap has been coming out mm -hmm. um but i think it's it's pretty exciting for anyway yeah um, next generation Sorry, sorry, say something sensible before I speak. Uh, next generation <laughs> RAM is going to be super fast. Right, for similar reasons. Yeah, I was just going to say that the fastest memory I've got is 20 years ago. <laughs> you and I have missed you so much. <laughs> oh, good time. I found, I found memory from 20 years ago that's faster than memory today. I love it. Well, it's definitely faster than the memory I had 20 minutes ago where I forgot where I was walking. <laughs> so just remember you and you show up in a store and it's always beer. That's why you're there. Beer. <laughs> Which would have been I, so I helpful never, to me a couple weeks ago. I, I never forget to put the whiskey in the shopping trolley, but the toilet roll. <laughs> yeah. Can you wipe your ass with this? No. But it doesn't matter because you've got the whiskey. That's what matters. You, you drink enough, you don't care. Yeah. Hey, you know what I do care about? Yes, host. That's right. I mean, you brought and, you not brought a story yet. Oh, I typically don't bring a story because you lazy bastard. 
I learn from the best. <laughs> I brought stories. I always brought stories. Yeah, always ish brought stories. Oh, well, I, I was in the beginning, but we always have these really interesting conversations. And then if I bring mm. a story first, I look stupid in comparison. But second, okay. um, uh, it, it ends up adding a lot of time to the show. And we're going to end up running over an hour anyhow. So, yeah, true. So I save us some Do time. Do TSOS. Go on then. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, right. TSO hosts. Uh, th thanks for totally bunging up my uh, my cool segue, Ewan. I'm sorry. It's 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 okay. I still love you, man. Uh, just like I love TSO hosts. See, I can roll with it. All right. So TSO hosts, what, what they do is offer rock solid web hosting. They make it super easy for you to buy domain names. And they're taking what they do and uh, and giving that to us so we can do what we do so they give us the uh, the bandwidth so we can live stream shows to you every single week they give us the hosting space so there's a place for the website to live and uh, and they give us server space for all of the the recordings so you can watch or listen to episodes whenever you want the resources to do this are pretty crazy and without their incredibly generous support we would not be able to do what we do is that is that a fair thing to say ewan uh it's 100 percent yes because the website's entirely with them the resources that we got for the storage of episodes and things like that uh, is entirely with them and and um they've looked after us now for uh eight years and then before that was uk2 and they dumped us and um sarah rigo who's the chief executive at uh, tso um she left uh uk2 i think and, and went to uh to tso and immediately held her hand up and said no nope, we'll take you um and uh i think they they do pretty well out of us so because they, renewed they, they it do just, fantastic just last december so yeah yeah when when we have problems it's because of something we've done not because of something they've done yeah, no. Well, the billing system issue was just a bit one of those anathemas, but but yeah, no. We've um, uh, you know, if you if you want us to stay on the air, then please use two as our host. Yeah. yeah, yeah, please, yes. So uh, yeah, so they're I'd being thanks generous. for supporting our British. I did it last week. I went on Twitter and said thanks for supporting our British tech. Um, oh, thanks at awesome. TSO host for supporting our British tech. Yeah. yeah. So I've been telling everyone go out on your favorite social media and tell them that you appreciate that they're here supporting us. Uh, and so my logic is if, uh, if we're telling TSO hosts, we love them on every social platform, then there's a lot more people out there that are going to, to get to share in that love. So please let them know that you appreciate that they're here supporting us. And, uh, and that's all you need to do. Uh, but I did mention that, that uh, they make it super easy to buy domain names and um, and uh, they offer great prices. So if you need to buy a domain name, why not use them? Just go and get that domain, throw it in your cart, add the discount code BTN20 and get 20% off your order. And if you need web hosting, throw that in there too and you get 20% off that. So not only are they being incredibly generous by supporting us, they're being super generous by offering a really great deal to all of you simply because you're part of the BTN family. So thank you TSO host for being here and supporting us. And, uh, and I hope someday that I get to, to meet Sarah so that I can thank her personally for uh, being here for us. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd like that too, actually. I've asked her a couple of times if she wants to meet it when she's in, she's not in London at the moment. So. Oh, well, 
someday, hopefully. Yeah. All right. So now here comes the fun part. This is the part where I usually turn to Patrice and say, hey, Patrice, can you <laughs> tell people where to find the, the chat? Because uh, because she does that so well. And I'm just basically uh, an idiot from America, um, which I understand is redundant. But there you go. So let's see if we can do this. All right. So we have a live chat going on. And uh, and that's where we drop the links to the stories that we talk about. That's where the cool things that we're about to talk about will show up as well. And you can interact with us in real time. So if you want to do that, uh, uh, network.com forward slash chat. Thank you. Thank you. See, you and you show up after years and you still have it. Um, right. That's the memory from 20 years ago that I've still got. And it's still and it's recalled faster than it, it was super fast. Yeah. Yeah. That that sounds great. Stick, stick your eyes and nine up your butt. Yeah. Which isn't sanitary. So uh um only do that if it's consensual. All right. Anyhow, go there and uh and and you can interact with us. But if you're if you're watching or listening to the show after it's been recorded and you still want to see what happened in the chat, then for that one, it's chat.britishtechnetwork.com. Is that correct? And uh, and oh, there's... It? Oh, they've changed it then. Oh, well... I thought it was forward slash chat. Um, well, maybe I shouldn't have spoken. No, I'm... Both. Right, okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to say chat.britishtechnetwork.com because I can actually remember that one. And uh, and you get this cool calendar. You go and you pick the date for the show that, that you are uh, checking out. Like for today, that would be February 1st, 2020. What year Four? is this? 2024. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of memory issues. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyhow. And, uh, and then you'll be able to find the the show notes and we have the show notes going all the way back to what 2015 is that right yeah something like that we have we have years of, well when uh, when they took over yeah ah when, when okay TSO host took over yeah okay so, well there you go so um yeah so we have tons of 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 show notes that you can go check out and um yeah there you go all right. Well, that that didn't sound nearly as awesome as when Patrice does it, but but I guess we got through it. Um, yeah, it takes a village. All right. So with that, it's time to to move on to the cool things. And you and your cool thing is in here first. Yeah, it's not particularly techy, but I'm having loads of fun. But I'm kind of liking it. Yeah. So, um. Uh, we went to the Toons Distillery, me and my son and uh, and my daughter, Bryony, and we loved it in there. It was great. The the, the walk around was interesting. The amount, uh, do you know what the angel share is? Yeah, it's uh, the, it's yeah. basically what sinks into the wood. Well, it's, it, it evaporates as well. So so mm -hmm. like uh, after three years, you've lost about a quarter of what you put in the barrel. After five years, you've lost nearly half, and after seven years, you've lost more than half. Um. To the ether um and um i said to Alice, well we can't distill our own because that's illegal we can't we can't hold a license to distill so mm -hmm. that's that's out of the question but we can what about if we get a barrel that's charred and oak 
and we put a whiskey in there that we quite like, but it's cheap, and we leave it for seven years. What do you think mm. is going to happen? So we got uh, <laughs> one of these barrels, a one oak aged uh, barrel that's that's um, uh, that's charred on the inside, and you fill it with boiling water, you leave it for 10 days, and you keep topping it up to make sure that it stops leaking, and then you wash it out and then just put your whiskey straight in. So we put five litres of, of whiskey in it. Um, now, the first one we had was crap. It was awful. It kept leaking everywhere, and there was a burn mark on the outside from where they'd burned it too hard, mm. and it was coming through, mm. and water kept dripping out of that. So do watch out that you get one that's, that's does. you must do the water test at the start. And then when you put the whiskey in, all of the sap and the nutrients in the, the, the wood just suddenly start to explode out of the outside, and it starts to get dark on the outside. Um, and then that stops after about a day, day and a half. And then you just sit and leave it. Um, now, the other thing that we've done is we've put, so don't use the wooden bungs that they've got because they're crap. They leak everywhere, especially the pouring tap. That's a waste of time. That'll let uh, air in and, and vapor out very easily. So I've used rubber bungs, and then I've sealed the rubber bungs with a sealing wax like you'd use for an envelope. Oh. Um, and it's brilliant. Uh, I mean, the, the whiskey inside may be absolute crap, but um, uh, I'm I'm thinking it's not going to come out worse than it went in. But but I'm, having loads, you, I'm having loads of fun doing it. But you took the plug and the spigot out and just plugged them up. I used rubber plugs um, yeah. that fitted that I got from Amazon, and I uh, then sealed them with sealing wax over the top so that there's, there's they're airtight. Mm. I didn't even yeah, know really such cool. a thing existed. That is cool. Yeah, so just get yourself that. Get a five-liter. I mean, I wouldn't start with a crap whiskey. I'd start with something that you actually like that's fairly cheap, but then bung it in and leave it for five years and see what it's like. Just taste it. I'm going to break the top open, and we're going to do like a pipette where we taste it against, because I've kept half a liter mm -hmm. back, so we know what to oh, taste yeah. it against from the same batch. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to do a pipette each of the oak barrel and the thing every year and, and make a decision when we want to rebottle it. Yep, I'm gonna try this with some Evan Williams. Well, if you try it with a bourbon, it's just gonna be crap. You need to do a whiskey. God damn it, bourbon's rubbish. I love it. All right, well, great. We're, now I have to figure out where to put a, a an oak barrel in my place. Oh, it's not. It's not big. It's only um, like this. I guess it, it's about 13, 14 inches long, and the diameter of it is. Eight ten inches, not huge. Oh, okay, it in, in my mind it was much bigger. No, you'd be gobsmacked how much a gallon isn't. Yeah, mm. okay, that's fair. Yep, awesome. Okay, uh, let's see. Next cool thing is Ben. Okay. Um. Uh, I think everybody has seen like an arch stand for uh, a laptop and everybody knows what a USB-C dock is, but what if they were one in the same? Mm -hmm. yeah, so this company called uh, Tobin One has come out with such a device. Um, it says it's designed for MacBooks, but to be perfectly honest, uh, any PC with similar thicknesses will work. Mm -hmm. um, but it's got, it does a uh, hundred watt power delivery 3.0. Mm -hmm. 
you got uh, two HDMI ports, uh, two USB 3.0 or yeah, 3.0 A ports, USB uh, USB uh, 2.0 A port, VGA, Ethernet, and let's see, uh, card a card dock plus a couple USB C ports. Computer industry, put down the VGA port and step away. I was going to yeah. say VGA, right. that cracks me up. Yeah, you you can still well. buy PCs and PC laptops with VGA ports on them, which is just crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've used a work monitor with VGA in the last couple of years. I would so ben, what pa parallel port. That would help more. <laughs> right. RS-232. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So what is the benefit of, of sliding your laptop in that art as opposed to using your laptop as yet another screen? Well, I mean, it, it's one of those things, if you want to dock it, the, uh, the benefit to having it like this is it saves a lot of space. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, my monitor's <laughs> right at the back of the thing, the, the desk here, and it, it's, it's good. And um, I have my laptop in front of it, and there is a bit of kind of peeking over once in a while, which you get past. Um, and if you have multiple monitor setups, I mean, laptops are far better now at driving multiple monitors. I mean, yeah. The first, mm -hmm. MacBook, I, the first MacBook I had, it wouldn't drive an, an external monitor at all, hardly so. Mm -hmm. Through a Firewire 800 cable or something. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. My, but I mean, uh, my Mac, it, it, I run it in closed lid mode because mm -hmm. of the size of my desk and I have a 34-inch wide screen and uh, there's just not room for the lid to be open. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, same reason. I always had it as closed lid when I was using a two external monitor setup. Yeah, the space makes sense. I didn't think about that. Yeah, so, plus the way this cool. works, um, if you're... Uh, if your PC is one of those that has the ports on the side, which is most of them these days, you're using just one Thunderbolt or USB-C port, and you probably, you ha still have most of your computer's own I.O. available. Uh, so you can have a pretty hefty setup here. Right. It does kind of narrow down. I've looked at the grip on that, the rubber pit in the middle, and it does narrow down quite a bit towards the end, so... Just be careful if you've got like a square-ended laptop. Oh, right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's you, fitted for a the, bezel. Uh, if you blow up <clears> the last still image, it has got like a real taper down towards the corner. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, it looks good. USB-C yeah, connection into the into the computer then. Yeah. It's only 140 it, bucks. That's not bad. And, a, and yeah. a power port as well. That must have paid a fortune for the mag safe on that as well. It's MagSafe into the power, isn't it? No, no, it no, it's USB C, uh, I think. Yeah, but that, yeah. Penult that penultimate collector looks like a MagSafe one. Oh, what is it? it? Does, doesn't it? It does look like the proportions, the dimensions, are, uh, look like a MagSafe connector. It but might MagSafe... not be, yeah, no, that can't be because MagSafe, uh, uh, MagSafe wouldn't provide data. Well, no, I'm just wondering if I don't know. It just, oh, that's it. Just... Uh, host one, host two. Oh, is that two of them? Yeah. Hmm. 
That's a good question. Yeah, no, that's 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 interesting. It looks good. It looks really good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Tom, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, my turn is a lot less techy. It's it's this. Than a barrel. Than a barrel. <laughs> okay. It's more techy than a barrel. <laughs> it does have a, a motor in it. It's the uh, Zule Kitchen, which I, I don't know what Zule means. Maybe it's just somebody's name. It's called the Milk Boss Milk Frother. So I'm I'm not a foodie, but I am most definitely a coffee addict. I, I drink like a pot of coffee before noon. And I do like froth milk. Uh, not for lattes, just, just to put in my coffee, a regular coffee. And <clears throat> this little guy is a simple little battery-powered motor with a little sort of whiskey end on it. Whisk, not whiskey. A whisk-type oh, oh, end on you, you it. You totally had my attention <laughs> when you said a whiskey end. <laughs> uh i've got whiskey on the brain it's a whisk like end on it circular thing and it the only thing i don't like about it 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 doesn't use a rechargeable battery you know it's not something you plug into a usb port um, but to be so, fair the battery lasts in those for a long time yeah i'm figuring it doesn't use a ton of power so i'm not going well, to have to you can use a rechargeable triple a yeah yeah that would be the the alternative but it works great it, it's so simple it takes two seconds to clean up. You shove it in the cabinet so you get it out of the way. You don't have to have some big coffee machine. And it and it it works, you know? It's nice. I'm gonna blow your mind now, mate. Okay. Do you know what it also fits? What? Model paint pots. Really? <laughs> so I've got uh... um I've got some model paint pots outside because Brian wanted to have a go at model painting and the Revel um model twist off tops. Um, that fits perfectly inside them and stirs the paints. <laughs> and the thing that's okay. really cool is you just bring it up so it's just out of the paint and spin it, and it gets rid of most of the paint off it, and then you just put it in a cup and spin it in a cup of water, and that's You're it. You're done. Oh, you man. You in your coffee straight afterwards. Oh, man. It's brilliant. Mix okay, so paint, I meant, I meant my coffee. pick. I pick a paint mixer. I know that that's really cool. It is. Go and buy yourself an Airfix kit now so that you can... Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That'll be my pick next week. Use it just before the wife and don't tell her. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, if I ever put that in wrong. paint, be if I man. ever put that in paint, my wife, I, I could clean it in a UV sterilizer and everything else. She would never use it again. Buy two. There you go. Wow. Cool. All right. And, um, um, all right. So then my cool thing, I'm totally going a highbrow on us today. Um, highbrow, Jeff. Right. Okay. It's February 1st. And, uh, that means in the, in the U S at least it's the first day of black history month. So my pick is Booker T Washington's up from slavery. So the, this is his account of, uh, of, uh, being a black man in the United States during slavery, overcoming all of that and uh, and becoming um, um, like a statesman. And uh, it's it's not a big book at all. And it 
I guess originally it was done as like a serialized set of uh, of letters that were published, but uh, it's um, it's available all all compiled in a book and has been for a long time, and um, I think it's out of copyright because you can get it from a lot of places. And so I just picked uh, a link where it's 99 cents on, on Kindle. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, I, I have a printed book of this or print. Uh, wow. I have a printed copy and uh, I mean, it's a fast read and it's uh, it's, I, I feel like if, if you live in a place where, where, you have the uh, the history of slavery, especially like here in the United States. It's something everyone should read because you get to follow his life from his perspective of being born into slavery, escaping that, and then becoming a uh, 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 a role model and uh, and a very important person in uh, the uh, the movement away from slavery. Good pick, Jeff. Very highbrow. Good pick. I know you don't expect that from me, but uh, <laughs> every now and then I'll, I'll mix it up like that. And it's uh, super inexpensive. Even better. And... Uh, we, used have, we used to have a thing about free, didn't we? And set up all the time. We're not doing that now. Or does that come through on the Mac show? Set up comes on the Mac show. That typically shows up on the Mac show. Yeah, good. Still Isn't uh, I, I heard something about setup? Thinking about creating their own uh, iPhone store in in the EU. Not just thinking about it, they committed to it a while ago, and they wow. made they made an announcement about that yesterday. I think it was maybe this morning, where um, they they said that they're absolutely still committed to that, and uh, and they'll be. I think I think in March when the uh, the open app store thing uh, goes into effect, I think they will be ready on uh, on whatever the first day is. Hmm. Well, the the problem with doing uh, free software cool things picks on this show if it's not can't be uh, Mac OS or iOS, probably half the picks would be riddled with malware. That's the problem. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So instead, here you go. Check out uh, um, "Up from Slavery," and um, actually, it wouldn't surprise me if you went and looked uh, looked online for repositories for public domain books. I think you can get it there too, mm. which then would make it free. All right. So with that, it's time to wrap up. Ewan, it's always great to see you. And Thanks, uh, so glad you're back. And where can people find you? I'm at Ewan Rankin on Twitter. Um, I'm on Ewan Rankin at TikTok as well. I posted a few there, uh, which I'm enjoying. I do like TikTok. Um, and uh, you can find my photography work at Rankin.photography. Awesome. All right. And Ben, where can people find you? Well, you can find me at Ben Rithig on your, uh, I was going to say your Twitter, your social media uh, network of choice. 
You can find my uh, writings at Rathic.tech. I just uh, wrote something rather long and controversial. On Tuesdays, you can find me on Mac Voices with Mr. Chuck Joyner. On Thursday nights, aka tonight, in about four and a half hours, you can wow. find me on In Touch with iOS with Mr. Dave Ginsburg. And as always, you can find me on the Big and Mac shows here on the British Tech Network. Awesome. I suddenly have stress because you made me realize that I only have four and a half hours in my day before in touch with iOS and have so much stuff to do. Oh, well, I'll just keep drinking tea. Of course, drinking Tom, where can people find you? People can find me on Mastodon. I am uh, on SF. Uh, I am Tom F at SFBA.social. And, um, and a few days you'll find me in Egypt. So I'll, I'll be gone for about a month. Basically, the whole month of February. I don't think should? I can do a do a show from. Oh, you should. God, that would be amazing. If... <clears throat> so what? This is uh, eleven a.m. Pacific time, which is probably two hours. Two hours. Ten p.m. No, you're about two hours ahead of us. So um, seven p.m., nine p.m. your time, perhaps. That's not bad. In Egypt. If I if I'm yeah, in a hotel with decent Wi-Fi, maybe I'll give it a go. Yeah, but Tom. If you do it, yeah, you man. have to be doing this the whole time. <laughs> Tell the wife you're going on the podcast. Be a man. <laughs> wear, a, stream, wear a fez. Stream like an Egyptian. Fezes are go. cool. Stream that, like an Egyptian. That's next week's show title. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. I can have well, that. Who's that? The Bangles? The Bangles song? The Bangles. Yep. The Bangles. yep. Um, so. If it works out that you can join us even for a few minutes on on one of the shows in February, awesome. And if not, cool. we will miss you while you're gone and have a wonderful trip. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So then for me on social media, Jay Gamut, I'm uh, active right now on Mastodon, Instagram, and Threads. And then for shows. Uh, Tuesdays, check Joiner's Mac Voices live. Thursdays, Dave Ginsburg's In Touch with iOS here on the British Tech Network. Thursdays on the big show. Fridays on the Mac show. Brian Chaffin and I also do um, uh, the Context Machine. This week's episode is going to be late because Brian ordered a uh, Vision Pro headset. And we are not mm. going to record until after his arrives and he has time to, to put it through its paces. Stop playing with it, you mean? Yeah. When yeah. I can get him to stop playing with it long enough to be able to record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is he going to okay. do the show from his Vision Pro? I'm going to do my best to get him to do that. But here's the thing. Since it's an audio only show, he could say yes. Oh. And who would know? Right. I, I would know. I would be able to hear it in his voice and I would call him out. All right. So with that, Hey, thank you to the three of you for being here. I'm just so happy that I got to spend part of my Thursday with you. Uh, seriously, this is just absolutely wonderful. So thank you. 
And everyone that's watching, listening live, if you've been participating in the chat, thank you for being here as well. All of you are awesome. Everyone that that uh, watches or listens to the recordings later, thank you for being part of the BTN family as well. TSO hosts, thank you for being here and supporting us. Go give them some love, people. Ewan, thank you just for being you. And right. yeah, you're all you're pretty all right. Yep. Yeah. I'll be back uh, next week. Awesome. Uh Muller, thanks for making sure we have people for shows. And uh if you're not already checking out uh the the new show, the daily, you need to check that out. It's uh Kyle does a fantastic job. Five oh, minutes. I've been doing that for like ten years Ooh. now, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And gotta be close to ten years. Ten years, five five days a week, five minutes of your time, and you've got all the the tech news updates that you need to know about. It takes money to make that happen, so please um, go and donate to that so we can keep that show running. It it would be an absolute shame to lose it, and we did get so close to losing it once. Let's not let that happen again. And uh, with that. Well, be sure and join us tomorrow for the Mac show. And then don't forget to tune in next Thursday again for the big show. And everyone have a wonderful weekend.